Welcome to Talk Money on AM 990. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Shoemaker and Keith Quinn. Well, good morning. This is Jim Shoemaker along with Jeremy Jones. Jeremy Jones is standing in for Keith Quinn, who is on the West Coast. This we ought to give him a call. We should give him a call. You know, just he should be up. up and going. We should have had a planned call in to him this morning. <laughs> I just thought about that. That would have been fun to do. Call him early so we could prepare for the program. Exactly, because he's supposedly not on vacation. He's <laughs> right. supposed to be working. working. Where is he? Is he at a PIMCO meeting? Is that what it is? Or, uh, you know, you know. unfortunately, he, he told me, but you know, what I, he is at a fun company. He is a fun company visiting yes. some people, doing some on-site stuff, and then doing working hard. So. Yes, and and you know, with the market doing what it's what doing, it he's I'm out there. You know, it's important. Yeah, yeah, so that would have been good to have. Well, we're pleased to have number one, the founder and CEO of SOS, serving our seniors uh, here in Collierville or in Memphis. Uh, they do personalized care, companionship. Medicine reminders, meal preparation, Alzheimer's care, errands, personal care, you name it. Uh, This is a group of people that just absolutely, if you find someone that uh, needs that extra help serving our seniors and our founder and CEO, Margaret Lawrence, welcome to the program, ma'am. Thank you, Jim. You do a wonderful job, lady, and you have brought somebody with you that experienced uh, what, what was needed with her dad. And uh, so tell me a little bit about what you do, and then I want to introduce uh, Dr. O'Connor here in a second. But tell us, I think the listening audience needs to understand what you do. Thank you, Jim. Um, My business partner and I started this company about five years ago, Um, had a a heart for seniors. I I prayed for it for about a year. I'm, I'm getting more and more mature in my walk with God on being obedient to what he wants me to do. You so. know, First John talks about that. <laughs> John John really says, you know, if you say you love me, yeah. you know, then then show it by loving others, and that's what you're talking about, aren't exactly. you? Exactly. Uh, this is way outside my comfort zone to take care of seniors. My other life was um, marketing. So um, when God put it on my heart, he just started putting people in my pathway, and, um, I, you know, just took off from there. We wanted um, care, good care for seniors, and I have aging parents, and my grandmother in particular, I remember all her needs. And, you know, we just built the company with wanting to have respect for our seniors, but we can offer so much more. There was so much more needed out there. I I like the term, the name, SOS, Serving Our Seniors. And when I said earlier in the program, companionship, medicine reminders, meal preparation. I'm thinking of all of those things with my mom. Mm-hmm. And she was 92 when she passed away. And I mean, all of that was so critical. I, I She was in Jackson, Mississippi. So I'm 300 miles from her, 210 miles from her. Uh, you know, so I, if I got out on Saturday, uh, that was a good day. And so there was so much need. My sister handled a lot of that. And so let me introduce our guest. And I really want her to talk about her personal thing. This is Dr. Maureen O'Connor, she is a medical physician here in town and uh, had a had a situation where, in fact, I don't want to talk about it much. Let me let Maureen tell us. Maureen, you, your dad uh, was a was an individual that had uh, was in his 80s when he passed away. Am I correct? Yes, that's correct. So you're talking about tell us a little bit about um, him and uh, just kind of where the story was and, and what was going to because I there's such it's such an interesting story for that and of course you being a physician 
There's a lot of things you could have done, and yet you saw the need. So I really want to hear a lot about that. So welcome to the program first. Thank you. I'm so happy (laughs) to be here with Margaret today. Good. Well, first of all, my dad had been living about five years ago in an independent senior living apartment. And I realized because of progression with his medical illness, his COPD, it was going to be necessary to move him into my home with me. And that was an easy move. I'm a physician. I was able to handle his medical care along with his family physician. But shortly after he moved in, I realized he was going to become depressed because he had lost all his social outlets. And he's stuck in my home with only myself and my husband to interact with. I started looking around the community to find someone to come in and help initially just to give him companionship. And I searched by word of mouth. I received a few names of different companies, and SOS was fortunately one of those. I interviewed several people on the phone, and for some reason when I talked to Margaret, she sounded so compassionate and caring that I asked her to come to my home and meet with my dad. And so she came to my home, and we talked with her. My dad loved her immediately, and she just seemed to be so in touch with his needs and what I was looking for and compassionate to me as well as him. You know, you say the word compassionate, but I, I'm going to add something to that because, uh, Jeremy, you and I said it coming over uh, when we were preparing for the program this early, early this morning that we saw not only compassion, as Maureen's saying, but we also saw passion. Yeah, the passion, of the, whenever, whenever you start a business or have a business, to have passion on, on what you do, People see that, and you know you saw that with your with your father, and really you saw it when you first had a phone conversation or just met with Margaret that she was in it for you know for your father, for the customer, for the client. So that was I think that's very important. Passion, passion, is critical. And, and the smile, and you're, so you recognize that. Well, tell me about then what took place. What kind of care was okay. needed? Well, I will say this: that they were with me and my dad over the last two years of his life. So initially, I was really just looking for companionship, someone to talk to him. But over two years, he progressively developed in his disease, which was a lung disease, COPD, and he progressively lost the ability to do a lot of things for himself. So over the course of a couple of years, they progressed from just being companions to taking care of many of his other personal needs for me. But But you you talked about they became just friends. Right, exactly. Uh, One thing about it, Margaret talked to us and tried to determine the type of person who would be best to spend time with my dad initially. And she found a variety of people who would come in and give him someone to have conversation with. And honestly, my dad loved to talk. Hmm. He loved to tell stories. He was in, in his mid-80s, mid to late 80s during World that War II time. veteran. He was a World War II veteran. He was not politically correct. He liked to talk about religion and politics, and he loved telling, and they did not mind. But the, they, the key was he liked <laughs> he liked interaction with people. Exactly. Yeah. And I knew that he would become extremely depressed if I didn't try to provide that for and him. And at some point in time, daughter, that's not the person he needed to be talking to. He loved talking to me, but I'd heard his stories many times before. <laughs> so they came in, and they were so loving and kind to him and listen to him tell his stories. They didn't mind if he was not politically correct all the time. And it was just a wonderful match between him and... I like the fact that he wasn't politically correct. I mean, I can see me being like that. I definitely see Keith like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know what? I think the biggest thing is the chain of scenery. You know, that's really what it was about. You know, when when you're around the same person or, or have told every story to your daughter or, or to another family member, you know, you, you get, you know that that's there. And so you want to kind of move on and you being able to provide that, but also to providing a good match. 
I think that to be able to match up the right personality, the right person each and every time, I think that's critical. You see that every day now, even with children at schools, they're trying to match teachers with the right children. So this is the same scenario, and I think that's great. You know, Margaret, when you when you talk about SOS and how you work with Maureen to come up with an idea to best serve her dad, help us with that. What what goes on when you do that? Uh, I I would just right off the bat say it's a gift, but um, I agree. Uh, I love I love puzzles. I've always loved puzzles, and this is one big human puzzle mm. of trying to match personalities, people's needs to the proper caregiver and it's it's fun to do and I love seeing if I can do it right off the bat and just make an easy transition for the the adult caregiver if it's a, a family a, member it's a transition, yeah. yeah yeah they're so scared that first time but hopefully we make it as easy as possible it's like just seeing a family member come to the door mm-hmm. we try to make it that and if you just tuned in this is of course double K W it's KWAM. I get that right in a minute. AM nine ninety. We're we're talking with Margaret Lawrence of SOS. She's the founder and CEO of SOS, serving our seniors. Uh, and you know, if you're listening and you've got that issue, uh, you've got an issue that's going to face you. It's whether it's now or you know. And we see a lot of this where you're in the sandwich generation. You're taking care of kids at home, and you've got elderly parents that you're taking care of, and. I think, Maureen, you said that you had a daughter that was in college, so she had been at home, but then all of a sudden she's gone, and so she can't be a part of the caregiving. And I'm sure your dad enjoyed her, but, you know, she's at college. And so uh, I, I guess when you talked about friends, that he saw them as friends. Now, you mentioned just briefly the fact that all of a sudden, as he progressed in this disease, COPD, uh, his care got more intense. And I and I help me with that. Here you are, a physician. You've been, you've done it all. You've seen it all. But all of a sudden, this is your dad, and I'm sure his dignity was challenged at this point. How did you get past that? Exactly. Uh, well, over time, initially, he could walk around my home. He could walk from his room to the kitchen, get his own meals, uh, warm them in the microwave. But gradually, over that first year. He became weaker. He could still go to the kitchen, but it was nice to have someone there to help prepare his meals for him, uh, sit at the table with him and talk to him, and then later serve his meals to him in his room Mm -hmm. when he could no longer walk to the kitchen. And so they were able to be flexible and change with him as as his needs increased. And they were not new people, right? They were he had built the relationships. Correct. It was the same people, but it wasn't always the same person, right. which was in a way nice for him. Right. Because it gave him some variety. Some of the people were men actually, some were women, a little bit older, some were younger women. Over time I needed help uh giving him baths and he certainly didn't want his daughter, female daughter doing right? that. And yeah. so having them come in to help with those sort of Needs was wonderful and relieving to me to know that I had people I could trust to do that. Mm. Another issue came up when I realized, well, when I started going out of town sometimes, I couldn't really leave him alone. They were able to accommodate me by staying with him 24 hours a day. They would hire ladies who would spend the night with him and remind him to take his medication in the morning at night. I had it all laid out in his little boxes for him, but Toward the end, he needed a little reminder sometimes. Are you sure you're taking your medicine? Are you taking your nebulizer? He was also on an oxygen, continuous oxygen, Mm -hmm. toward the last year of his life. So they were able to be there so that, you know, if an emergency came up, they could call 911, they could call me, 
And all those things were relieving to me, especially when I had to be away from home. I was going to say the comfort zone that you had went way up because this is a group of people that you had built a relationship, had the trust there. And so you could leave and say, Dad, they're going to be here. And, and you could refer to them as na- a name. You know, Bill's going to be here tomorrow. And, and John's going to, or Margaret and her husband's going to take him to church. I mean, you talked about that earlier. What a deal, Margaret. That's huge. I mean, uh, you don't just, uh, that's phenomenal care, in my opinion. That's that, and it says here, SOS, serving our seniors, personalized care. Margaret, what, what prompted you to take him to church? Uh, well, he, he, we, he wanted to go to our church, and we go. So anyone that wants to do that, we just, you just try to accommodate the best we can. You know, that is absolutely so important. He really up. enjoyed getting that, out. But that's, that is so important. I mean, you get so many of these services. I'm not knocking other services. I'm just telling you, I would feel phenomenal if I said my dad or my mom, and I knew that the people that I'm working with had that mentality, that spiritual thought, that compassion, as we talked about earlier, that passion, you're getting something there that's not normal. Well, it goes way beyond insurance. You know, we talk about veteran benefits. We talk about long-term care policies. We talk about any type of insurance. Well, it covers specific things. You know, and certain things have to happen to be able to get the care, to get the service. This is going, this takes all that out of it. Yeah. And it just takes personalized wanting to do something for somebody. To a higher level, in Absolutely. my opinion. A great commitment to the personalized care of a senior citizen, that of our, of our seniors, yeah. as we're talking about. Maureen, let me ask you this. And I guess, um, at what point were you really comfortable with SOS, when did you feel that this was the group of people that I know can really take care of my dad? When did that happen for you? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I met Margaret first, had an interview with her, and then soon after she wanted me to meet Judy. Yeah. And from that moment, I felt very comfortable with them. And never once did I ever second-guess that decision from the beginning. Only it, it was only reinforced over and over again. And speaking of going beyond the call of duty, there was one you reminded me of an incident where I knew that the ladies coming to sit with my dad were just wonderful people. I had met all of them. He liked them. But sometimes I would call in to check on him, and I would find out Margaret or Judy had just stopped by to make sure that everything was going okay. I, I didn't ask for that. I did not expect that. But it's just one example of how they just wanted to make sure everything was okay on a daily basis. They would just come by and check up on things. Well, we're, we're talking about personalized care. That's companionship, medicine reminders, meet, meal presentations, or preparations, I guess, and Alzheimer's care, errands, personal care. Uh, it's a passion. Let me read you the mission statement, because I, I think it tells a little bit about the heart and, and the, 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 the just the passion that we're talking about. To keep our senior citizens senior client citizens active, excited about life, help them be at a, as self-reliant as they can be in their homes. Uh, SOS will honor and be discreet with personal issues while meeting the needs to assist our senior clients in day-to-day living. That's a, that's a great, great mission statement. We're talking with Margaret Lawrence and Dr. Maureen O'Connor about SOS, Serving Our Seniors, and it's personalized care for those people that all of a sudden find themselves not in a nursing home, but they're going to stay at home, and they need that person who comes in on a day-to-day basis and 
gives them that companionship, helps them to remind them about taking their medicines, meal preparation, Alzheimer's care, errands. Uh, you don't think about that, but, you know, I need to go to Walmart. So somebody's got to help them go. You know how I went to Walmart. That's, the you know, the place to go. Uh, personalized care. I mean, uh, Dr. O'Connor was talking about being the daughter, and she's a physician. So if you're listening, you understand this was a lady that gets the big picture from a medical side, but she needed to have someone to come in and do those things for her dad that she knew from a dignity standpoint that he didn't want his daughter doing. And we're talking about bathing. We're talking about bathroom. We're talking about, the you know, shaving, all those things that you just don't think about. But uh, Maureen, I guess that was just critical for you. Now he, when you started, it was he could move around and he was doing pretty good. And but the final stages of his life, he began to be more confined. Help us, help us through that. Uh, that's exactly right. The last six months of my dad's life, I had to make the decision to bring hospice on board as well. So he had home hospice to help me a little bit more at the end too. Of course, SOS had been there all along, you know, from the beginning. Right. And of course, I kept them on board. They right. helped. Even he was in my home on hospice. But at the very last week and a half of his life, he was at the inpatient hospice. And I knew that he was, even though I was going to be there, my husband was going to be there, I brought in some of the SOS ladies to visit with him there to help him with his meals and et cetera uh, because he already had that relationship with them. And I know that it gave him comfort to see familiar, familiar faces. You know, we don't think about that, but that's that emotional side of the final stages of life. And also, I would add, as a daughter and as a physician, I would, I would recommend that everyone, and there are many of us out there who are caring for elderly parents and making these hard decisions, consider bringing someone like SOS into their life earlier versus waiting until there's a crisis situation to bring them in, because they already have that relationship then. And the relationship is really critical to part of the care. Exactly, and I didn't realize how important until I had to experience it in my own life. And, and uh, you know, I can't. I, I like the fact that you're transparent and you say that because physicians would not normally think about, well, yeah, I got this and all this stuff. But you're really telling us that you witnessed what really that personalized relationship, uh, and that's what SOS is all about. As, as you said, the fact that uh, Margaret was critically involved and and there. Margaret, why is that the way you guys do this? Why is it that, I mean, that's the uniqueness of SOS. I mean, I know there's other services out there, and I know that a lot of people see it as a job to go do. And I'm not saying that, you know, there are not other services that are not good. But you guys, I just get the heart from you guys that you're very, as we said earlier, passionate and you're caregivers. You come alongside Maureen and her dad. What makes that part different? And that's one of the first things I look for when we interview people is, do you have a caring heart? heart. And if you don't have that, I can't train you much further than that. Um, our caregivers are just, you know, they're, they're where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. They're out there in the, I can't pay them enough. Yeah. They know it's a mission. Yeah. And it's exactly that. You it's, know, again, when you say that, uh, that is, that is critical. Jeremy, I know you went through some of this with your, your mom, your grandmother. Uh, and, and that final stages of her life. And and what I hear, Maureen, as you're talking about, is the fact that the relationships were there, and and it was a part of that stage of his life to see those familiar faces around him. That's correct. When he got sicker toward the end, where he was almost bedridden, and the same caregivers were coming in who had been with him, taking him out to coffee years before, 
it was just a comfort level for him. He, he would wake up and he would see a familiar face there by his bed. And that was invaluable to me. It yeah. was priceless. Yeah. You know, I, 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 this has been a program that, uh, you know, in my, I mean, I feel it and it's it just, I can sense it. It's, uh, you know, we don't get that a lot, you know, when we do radio because it's fast moving and stuff, but there's just that, uh, uh, Margaret, you, you, you come, you're compassionate. And, uh, as Maureen said earlier, it's caring for our seniors, it's caring for our parents, and it's doing it in such a way, uh, as we talked about, ensure our love, ensure that love. And I think that's the, it's, it's, it, it's just doing something extra. It's just taking that extra step. And, 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 and you know what? I get it for Maureen. I really do. And, and help me from this. I really sense it that her dad and him passing was, was I'm sure, you know, your dad, you had a relationship, he stayed in your home. You know, maybe a hundred years ago, we had the family because it was we were all connected there together. But you got a daughter that's in college and all that. I get a sense from her that that final stages of her dad's life, you're satisfied with what took place. I could not be more satisfied. I couldn't recommend them more highly. Yeah. Uh, they were just a one. They were also personally a wonderful experience for me to work with people with such professionalism as well as passion. Wow. Uh, Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, Margaret, what, we talked about a lot of services from um, that you provided for Maureen's dad. What I, I know there's a lot of things, and we've talked about a lot this morning, but I know there's some additional things that you're adding in all the time. What are some additional services that you've added? We are. Thank you for asking. Uh, we do two to three hours to 24-7. So whatever the hour needs are there. We've also added um, spa day. So we have some clients. Hey, take I, care what, of. Yeah. Do you have to be? Uh, would I classify for that? Maybe. Well, I'm not going to comment on that. But. <laughs> we do tuck-in service and rise and shine service. Sometimes people just need assistance when they wake up to get dressed, get a meal, and then we can exit from there or yeah. come back and do tuck-in service and make sure they take their meds and get them dressed and situated for bed or bathing issues. We help with that. So it's, it's a personalized care. Yep. Exactly. It's personalized care. Serving our seniors. If you just tuned in, Margaret Lawrence is the founder and CEO. Let me give you their telephone number because if you're listening and you've got this issue, don't wait. As you heard Dr. O'Connor say earlier, don't wait till it's a crisis. Get started early. Do some planning about it. And of course, that's what we're always about. 901-857-9292. 901-857-9292. Margaret Lawrence, and uh, CEO and founder of Serving Our Seniors. It's in-home care for seniors. And guys, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Thank, thank you. you very much. You know, again, uh, Jeremy, it's always good to have good guests, and it's always have to have the, the, what I get is the sense of that passion and compassion we talked about. And, you know, it's always good to be able to just share with you from our heart, and uh, I think SOS did that, and really the whole idea of taking care of seniors, in-home care for seniors. You can reach Margaret Lawrence at 857-9292, 857-9292, or Dane Williams at 757-5757. I'm Jim Shoemaker, along with Jeremy Jones, producer and board operator Art Frederick, guest and co- uh, client coordination, Francis Fordner, production assistants, Eleanor Moscovich and Katie Brashear. Compliance Officer Jeff Long. And, of course, I missed out history moment, Rebecca Brazier and Drew Johnson. Every week we're here helping you make the most of your money. Jim 
Shoemaker and Keith Quinn are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities dealer member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated.